Welcome to the Virtual Assistance Brunch Podcast. I'm Nerlandi Singleton, your VAP hostess with the mostest. It's a new week, a new month, new brunch goals. Yes! For those of you tuning in for the first time, I share a lot about myself and my story in the first episode. So if you want to learn more about me, check out that episode. Um, But just a little bit for those of you who don't know about me, I am a wife, a mom, and a serial entrepreneur. Uh, My first business was a direct seller. For Mary Kay and Avon and then I moved on to selling bags for 31 gifts and Mechi bags um, I love selling bags but then realized I didn't like the selling part <laughs> and planning a ton of house parties um, that weren't really profitable for me was not my thing so I had to quit direct selling um, thankfully I discovered um, virtual assisting and I've loved it ever since um, this week's theme is proposals you know this is there's nothing worse than starting a business and not knowing how to sell your products or your services or not even knowing how to market yourself offline as well as online and so that's one of the things that I had issues with when I started my direct selling business and then transitioned into a virtual assistant business it was very hard for me to sell myself and a lot of times um, I had to learn quickly how to create and send out Uh, proposals requests for proposals to clients and I always missed the mark because I didn't have enough information or I didn't know what to put on the proposal and so a lot of times I didn't get hired I didn't get the job but I learned like I said I learned quickly how to create and send better proposals to get clients to hire me So in a bit, we're going to talk a little more about this on this subject with our special guest, um, Khadijah Stiegel from Thrive Virtually. But first, I just want to say we're still practicing social distancing down here in Orlando, Florida, and they just issued a curfew yesterday for Orange County. Um, Yeah, we kind of want to go outside already. I'm really getting cabin fever. I'm getting a little depressed because I really do want to go out to brunch, but we're going to practice social distancing and staying home. Um, We're not going to be going outside anytime for brunch. So we're going to be creating some activities for you guys. We still don't want, we still don't want to um, expose ourselves and go out to eat. And you know, yeah, we know the outcome of that. So we're not even going to go there. And also, we're we're still not sure if the schools are going to be opening back in August. So while we wait, um, we're going to be planning some fun activities, some fun virtual events for you as well as your kids. Because I have kids. I'm a mom as well. So we're going to be um, planning some activities and we'll share that with you guys. If you are on our email list, um, if you're not on the email list, get on the email list so you don't miss out. The link to the list is below in the description. And you can also find it on our Instagram at Virtual Assistance Brunch. So don't miss out on our hot girl and fabulous girl summer. Okay. Um, One last announcement before we start the interview. June brunch is coming up soon. It will be virtual. The date will be announced on our Instagram. You can go vote right now after listening. Well, actually, actually, after you listen to this show, (laughs) vote on the date that you would like to attend. It'll be either June 13th or 20th. That's a Saturday. Or we can do it Friday, June 12th or the 19th. Um, I definitely prefer Friday but if you guys want to do it on Saturday then we'll do it on Saturday anyway follow us at virtual assistance brunch and go vote on a date 
for our virtual brunch this month. All right, so June is going to be an exciting month for virtual assistance brunch as we are working on creating a marketplace where virtual assistants and boss babes can come meet, connect online, and share their products and professional services with each other. The marketplace will allow you to have um, full instant access to virtual assistance brunch club and the VA toolbox members. Um, and you'll be able to list your business in our VAB marketplace. You'll get an invite to join our private members group, also our in-person and virtual events. You'll also be able to attend um, live coaching calls per month with our guest panel speakers, and you'll get all the exclusive benefits, uh, member benefits and discounts on our favorite brands. And you'll also be able to track your business growth through your online member dashboard. So the great thing about our new VAB marketplace is that um, we are inviting women to use our platform to share their journey, share your expertise. Select members can even apply to be a speaker at our live in-person events and also our virtual events. And you can share your knowledge. You can provide training to our community inside the VA toolbox and also um, share your products and services inside the VAB marketplace. So more details will be dropping soon on how you can join and become a member of the VA toolbox and the virtual assistant marketplace marketplace. So stay tuned for that and uh we'll we'll drop an official announcement on Instagram when this marketplace opens. All right, so follow us at virtual assistance brunch. Have you ever wanted to meet other virtual assistants? Have you ever wondered if there were any in your city? Have you ever wanted to have brunch with them. The Virtual Assistance Brunch is a virtual community of women building successful virtual assistant businesses while finding the best places to brunch in and around your city. Come sit at the table with us as we share our stories, personal experiences, and learn how other virtual assistants are creating and living a fabulous lifestyle. Okay, let's brunch. y'all all right y'all so the moment you have been waiting for i'm so excited to introduce you to um, my next guest in this episode i sit and chat with khadija stiegel from thrive virtually she is a wife a mom of two girls and a virtual assistant mentor i love her passion for helping millennial mamas utilize their unique talents and skill set to create additional income. She built a thriving business that eventually replaced her nine to five within the first year of starting her virtual assistant business. She is here to share how to send better, better proposals that will make your dream client sign and help you stand out as a VA. You guys, I'm not gonna hold you up anymore. Let's listen in on the interview. Welcome to the Vab Life, Khadija, how are you? I am good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for coming on the show. I've been watching you on Instagram and I really, um, I'm inspired by what you're doing and I've, I'm excited to have you on the show today. Today we're talking about how to send proposals and this is an area that a lot of virtual assistants struggle with. So I'm so happy you're on the show now to, to you know, just help us out. But before we get started, tell me a little bit about yourself. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm super excited to be here. So uh, a little bit about myself. 
as you mentioned, my name is Khadija. I am a wife, a mom of two beautiful girls. Um, I am a virtual assistant mentor, and I also own a virtual assistant agency for online coaches. And we help them mostly with community management and managing their business. And so that consists of online business management and implementing systems such as Dexado, HoneyBook for our clients as well. Um, and so I started my virtual assistant business in 2018. I was actually out of corporate. Um, I left my job in April of 2018. And so I just, um, I left and I was honestly lost. I did not know what I was going to do next. Um, I was working at a tech company. I was working in sales. Wasn't my favorite job in the world, but um, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And so I took that summer off. I started to listen to my life. And I just thought about all the great, all the things that I did in the past. Um, and I just asked myself, okay, what do people say that I'm good at? So I knew that it was project management, um, managing various tasks, multitasking, but I never thought I could start a business with this, right? Like, I never always thought in order to start a business, you needed to have like this um, huge um, idea something um that was creative and so i came across one of those facebook ads <laughs> i know people are always tired to see facebook, facebook ads but this facebook ad um changed my life and it was actually um lauren from the free mama movement mm -hmm. um she's awesome if you've ever heard of her but i came across her ad i watched her webinar and i was sold um so that's how i, I learned about the virtual assistant business so yeah, that's how I'm here. So did you find, any, you know, in your journey, did you find there were any challenges starting the business? Challenges starting the business. So I think when a lot of people start any business, um, there's always, oh, what if I don't find a client? That's the biggest one. What if I don't mm -hmm. find clients? Um, what if I don't make consistent income? Um, so I think the challenge for me was I didn't really know a lot of people who are virtual assistants. Like I knew entrepreneurs, but I didn't know a lot of people in the field. But mm -hmm. I think when we're starting something new, we turn our challenges into, okay, this is a challenge, but how can I overcome this? You have to train yourself to think, to think backwards or just think of a solution. So how did I do that? I um, joined Facebook group. I reached out to someone. Um, to ask her about her journey. Um, she shared a lot of great advice with me. I took her advice and ran with it. So um, yeah, I would recommend um, if you're starting any type of business, especially becoming a virtual assistant, reach out to someone, um, invest in mentorship or even, even a coffee chat. You can just have a coffee chat with someone and they can just share their virtual assistant journeys just to give you a little bit of insight about the industry. You were starting out um you eventually were able to replace your monthly income from your nine to five. How were you able to do that within your, your first year? Yes. Yeah, so it's crazy because I never thought <laughs> that I was going to be able to do that in my first year. So um, I, I just mentioned this before. Um, what I did was I invested in coaching. Mm -hmm. So I, I was at a point in my virtual assistant business where I felt like um, I couldn't take on any more clients. I felt like I kind of wanted to promote myself <laughs> as an entrepreneur. Like we get promoted in um, 
in corporate, why not promote ourselves as entrepreneurs? And so I knew I needed someone who knew more than me, who could um, teach me so that I can get to a different point in my business. So um, yeah, I invested in coaching. It was actually a group coaching program. Um, and so there, coaching is great because it's nothing that you haven't heard before, but it's just if you have questions when you're negotiating contracts, it's just so nice to have an expert there with you and just to answer those little questions and someone to just um, provide you with clarity. Um, so yeah, so it was definitely by sending proposals that connected with my ideal client. Um, just really just providing my clients with great customer service. And I promise you, if you really focus on providing value to the client, those um, referrals will come and clients will uh, email you and say, hey, I heard great things about you. I'm excited to get a call to discuss how you can help. So yeah, I think that, I think the three most important things were one, um, putting the client first and just making sure that you're adding value and that um, you're, you're actually giving the client good customer service to um, was just definitely that coaching that coaching helped tremendously and three um, I think it would have to be just your your mindset like you can do it um, and I think a lot of times we let our mindset and we let these negative thoughts get it get into our minds and it's easy to just give up because entrepreneurship definitely isn't hard but I think that helped tremendously um of me being able to do that yes it definitely helps to keep you focused and know what your end goal is um let's talk a little bit about sending those proposals a lot of like I said a lot of virtual assistants struggle especially when you ask for request for proposal and they don't know what to put on it and they don't know you know how to send it out um let's talk about that what first of all what is a proposal and why would you send one all right a proposal is a document that discusses what you would do for the client so it is, it is an agreement um in a scope of work of what what the client can expect so that is what you put inside of a proposal so i like to send um, i like to say proposals that profit so you want to send personalized and profitable proposals so um okay so the virtual assistant industry is definitely saturated there are a lot of virtual assistants and you have to realize when people get on a discovery call with you um they may also be talking to someone else um, but you're unique and there's something different about working with you. And so you need to communicate with the client and let them know that you value them. You value what you're valuable. So um, you want to communicate your value within the proposal. So what I would recommend is when you get in that phone call, ask questions such as um, if there's one thing that you would like to get out of our working relationship, what would that be? And so the client what's going to happen is the client is going to communicate that pain point. And so make sure that you take notes on the discovery call, make sure that when you get on that discovery call, that you go on their profile, you take a look at their Instagram page, their website, let them know, Oh, um, I see that, um, you're a coach and, um, I, I love what you do. Um, one of a client that I just signed, I saw that her mom had just had passed away. And so, you know, when we got on the discovery call, I asked about that. And so it's just 
those little things, the, the little details definitely matter. And so whenever that client is communicating their pain points, uh, make sure that you take notes of the pain points inside their proposal. And so, um, for example, in the proposal, you can put, um, thank you for the opportunity to work with you. Um, I, from our phone call, you mentioned that you needed um, assistance with the following. Um, you're struggling with, so you can say you're struggling with um, bullet points, um, managing leads, another bullet point, um, social media, um, engagement with social media, you know, whatever they say in the phone call. And so what you do is you, you provide another bullet point. You can say, here's how I can help. And so what you do is you let them know how you can solve their pain points. Once you communicate that, I promise you, once you send that proposal over, they're going to be like, oh, my goodness, I feel like like this person is talking directly to me. And I cannot tell you how many times I've had clients that sign and they said, oh, my goodness, I love your proposal. I feel like you were talking directly to me. And also, um, I like to send over personalized proposals. And so what I like to do, and everybody, you don't need to do this, but I like to include videos. And so it doesn't need, it doesn't need to be anything long. You can just say, Hey, um, you know, say the client's name. So let's say the client is Susan. Hi, Susan. I enjoyed our phone call. I enjoyed our call today. I'm super excited to work with you and help you manage your leads. I'm so excited about everything that you're doing in your business. And I look forward to us working together. Thank you again for the opportunity. That's it. So um, you can send that over in the proposal. And um, I promise you. So I'm going to ask you this question. Um, say you were, hiring, you were hiring a virtual assistant for yourself. Would you go with the person, the virtual assistant that just sent over that that just sent over a contract and an invoice, um, or would you go with the one that um, sent over? You know, they communicated how they can help you. They summarized the call and they sent over a personalized video. I think I would go with the, the virtual assistant that actually took the time to do all those extra steps and sending me a video and just really got to know me. Um, yeah, I think I would go with assistant number two. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So, yes, it's just all about that connection mm -hmm. um, because people want to work with people that they like. So if you can connect with them, um, you know, it's amazing. So that's definitely a way to stand out when sending proposals. So here's what you made me, you helped me understand. Um, preparation is key, especially when you're on the discovery call, you wanna be sure that you're prepared for that discovery call. And when you're on the call, you wanna make sure that you're listening, okay? Listening yes. and it's saying, and then finding those little things, those pain points that they're talking about and using those to put on your draft um, of the proposal. Is that what you're saying? Yes, exactly. And then also you say to um, when you're going to draft up out your proposal, make sure you find little things that um, you can wow them with. And one of the things you mentioned was that video. So for that would stand out completely. And, you know, if one if, you, if the virtual assistant that sent me that video and they took the time to create that video for me, number one, I'm going to watch it. And number two, it's going to keep them on my mind because, man, they took that extra step. Yes, exactly. And I also want to mention this because I know there may be someone listening that may say, I am an introvert. I hate getting on camera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so exactly. for my introverts, 
Um, you don't need to do a video. You can do other things to stand out. So mm -hmm. another thing I would recommend, let's say you sent over a proposal for a social media, what you can do is you can create graphics for that client and you can include in that proposal. Um, here's an example of a graphic um, that I had in mind when we start, when, whenever we work together. So um, it stands out. Um, what if you're you know if you're really good at what you do it probably took you no less than 15 minutes so that's something else that you can do just provide a sample of work so one one time i'm gonna i'm gonna tell this story because one time um i requested a proposal from a from some virtual assistants i sent out an email and i asked them you know send me a proposal and one of the things that i noticed on the proposal was it looked like a resume how should your mm. look like so your proposal shouldn't look like a resume. Um, it should just be, let's make this simple. So I would recommend, you, you, don't want it, you don't want to make it look like a resume, but it should just be a summary of the work that you will do for the client. So it should be more of a document, more of a cover letter, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, so instead of a resume, you want to do more like a simple cover letter that's, communi that's communicating um, what the work that you would do for the client so uh, i hope that makes sense mm -hmm. just kind of like a summary of everything that you're going to be doing um like your services that you're going to be providing what you guys agreed on right and yes yes exactly a summary of um whatever is agreed upon also so here are some things that you can include in your proposal so you want to include um what you and a client discuss as far as their pain points you want to include the package that um, you all discussed as well. And what you can also do is if you, if you have a conversation with the client and they want add-ons, you can include three different packages for them to choose from. So um, you can include a package, maybe they want social media for Instagram and then you can include another package for social media for um, Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, so you're given the you're given a client option. So one thing that I will say is you want to make your proposal as simple as possible because you don't want the client to be confused. You don't want them to say, hmm, well, this doesn't make sense. You want you want to make it as simple as possible. So it doesn't need to be long. It doesn't need to be a lot of information. It needs to be simple. And another thing that another um, Something else you can include in your proposal are uh, recommendations. So recommendations from clients that you've worked with in the past. Um, make sure to include that in your proposal too. So you can just do um, one or two uh, recommendations, reviews, testimonials um, from clients that you've worked with in the past. How long should your proposal be? Should it be like one page, two page? I would recommend that it's um one page but definitely no longer than two pages okay all right so what are the tools to use for um the proposal all right so um i would recommend Dubsado. i use Dubsado for my proposals but um before i've used a website called better proposals and i like better proposals because it was simple it was a template um they provide templates for you 
where um, in script as well, you really, they have some templates where you can just change the client's name and you, you change the packages. But I really love better proposals because um, you don't need to be design, you, you, don't, you don't need to be great at design because they have those templates. So um, that's definitely a website that I would highly recommend if you really want to impress um, that client, if you want to convert that lead into a client. So better proposals and Dubsado. And I love Dubsado because you could actually um, use the workflow and automatically send your proposal. Okay, so we talked about the tools that we can use. You mentioned Dubsado. Um, are there any like templates that you offer that we could actually access and have like maybe a template to send out to clients? Do you offer that? Yes, absolutely. I would um, love to send out um, a proposal that I've used in the past, proposals that have helped me, um, you know, definitely transition, um, make the money that I made for my nine to five. Um, yes. So yes, I do have a template that I could send you all. It would be a PDF template to, so you can have an idea of what a proposal looks like. Um, so yes, I'll definitely be willing to send that to your listeners. Okay, we'll definitely um, mention how we can get in touch with you at the end of the show, and then we'll I'll give them your information. Um, how important is it to like follow up with your leads after you've sent out that proposal? Oh my goodness, it is essential. It is so imperative to follow up with the leads because the people that we want to work with are busy and they have they have so much on their mind so it's so important to follow up so what i like to do is um after before you hang up the phone the phone your lead should know exactly what to expect so when you're on the phone when you're when you're on that discovery call let them know hey i'm going to be sending over a proposal Get, give them a deadline um, I'm going to, um, the proposal will expire after five days. I'll be following up with you within um, three days to check in. Some people do two days. I give my clients um, five days. So um, after you hang up, um, send over that proposal within 24 hours. Don't send it over three days later. Don't send it over um, a week later. You need to send that proposal over as soon as possible. Let them know, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to be sending their proposal over within 24 hours. But try to, if you can, try to send it over like in the next hour or two so that, oh, she sent this over pretty fast. And so that speaks, that gives them a taste of your work ethic. You, you know, mm -hmm. you are, um, you under promise but you over-deliver. Yes. So make sure that when you email the proposal, you can say, hi, um, I enjoyed our phone call today. Super excited to work with you. As promised, here's a proposal. Um, this proposal will expire within five business days. Um, let me know if you have any questions. And so you follow up. You can follow up within 48 hours. Hey, just check in and see if you have any questions. Um, most of the time they say, no, I'm excited to sign. I'll be taking care of it tonight. So that gives them a reminder. Um, and I do follow up a second time if I don't hear from them whenever that proposal is about to expire. So I'll follow up on day five as well. After that, I don't tend to follow up anymore because um, it's just, you know, we're not meant to work together. So yeah, but it is super important to follow up when you send over those proposals. And I would miss out on so much money 
if I did not follow up. <laughs> um, so let's do a little recap. Um, we talked about how to prepare for the discovery call. We talked about how to draft out the proposal and what we need to put on the proposal. We also discussed use um, to create the proposal and send it out. And then we talked about the importance of following up um, after you've sent out that proposal. Now, how do you actually attract clients um, to you, maybe on social media, or how do you actually attract your clients so that um, you can get a client and then start that process? Absolutely. So honestly, a lot of my clients come from referrals, but when I first started, I found a lot of my clients in Facebook groups from, you know, doing little things to stand out. And so I came from, before I transitioned in the virtual assistant industry, I um, worked in media and entertainment, and it was so important to do like the little things um, to stand out, especially in applications, because a lot of the internships were so competitive. Um, and so I've kind of like mastered um, the art of standing out. And so in Facebook groups, um, you know, and, and just being yourself, like you don't need to do anything extreme but just adding value i think the number one thing is just adding value so just adding value in facebook groups if you see someone has a question or if they have a question maybe about dubsado or um and sometimes you don't even need to answer questions it's just really engaging uh, because people pay attention to you so i receive a lot of my clients from facebook groups not applying to job ops but i'll i'll share this one story about how i receive two clients from a post so um, I followed, uh, at the time, it was Crystal Clark. She shared how she posted a graphic. The graphic was just a picture of her, and it just told some facts about her. And she was like, hey, um, you guys should do this. Um, share this graphic in Facebook groups and, you know, just see how um, you do with engagement. And so what I did was I, um, I just did what she recommended, and I landed two clients. So a lot of times it's not even reinventing the wheel. I just shared a graphic, I shared a picture of myself, and then I created a graphic inside of Canva. It had a picture of myself, and it said, um, uh, what did it say? It said, I'm a grownish addict. I love mangoes. I love herbs. Um, I'm, a, I'm a wife, mom of two kids, and I'm a virtual assistant. Like, I didn't really, I didn't really sell my services. I was just um, introducing myself. And um, just so happened someone was looking for a virtual assistant and she was like, Hey, um, I'm actually looking for a virtual assistant. I would love to connect. So, um, yeah. And someone else, uh, saw the post too when she reached out. So yeah, I landed two clients just by just sharing a little bit about myself. So I would definitely recommend doing that. And I will say it wasn't a virtual assistant Facebook group. It was a virtual, it was a Facebook group just for business owners in general. Mm -hmm. So try to share more about yourself in those um, Facebook groups that are mostly, you know, just women entrepreneurs because they'll see that. But if you do that, like in a Facebook group that has mostly virtual assistants, you know, nobody's. Yeah, you don't really stand out. And yeah, exactly. Because everybody's doing the same thing that you do. So you really have to work a little bit harder when you're in a virtual assistant group. Um, where really you don't really stand out unless you're doing something that's really, really giving value. Like when you're adding value in Facebook groups, people notice that. But still, just still do it and still do it in the Facebook group with with virtual assistants mm -hmm. because you know we want to be authentic. We want to um, be ourselves. We want to add value and um, yeah. So 
just comment, just be active. If you see a question, answer it. But mm -hmm. you want to be strategic with those broad Facebook groups that are, um, that usually consist of business owners mm -hmm. um, who are not virtual assistants. Unless you're a virtual assistant and your, your ideal clients are virtual assistants. Like if you're yes, a yes, coach yes. and you're looking for virtual assistants, then okay, that makes sense, right? Yes, exactly. Yes. So I want to talk a little bit about your book, um, your ebook. So the book is called How to Make Your First 1000K as a Virtual Assistant in 90 Days. And you were able to do that. Um, you were able to go ahead and start your own virtual assistant business and took the steps to make it profitable. And I commend you for that. How were you able to do that? Yeah, so when I first started my virtual assistant business, I think the number one thing, the number one reason I was able to do that is because I spoke to someone and I had mentorship. So um, quick story, earlier I mentioned that I reached out to a lady in a Facebook group and we got in a coffee chat. She told me about um, what she did to get clients um, basically about her virtual assistant journey. And then she gave me some tips on starting and how to get clients. And so one thing she recommended was getting on Instagram and posting valuable content to attract your ideal client. And so after that phone call, I was so appreciative of everything that she gave me, every, all the advice that she gave me. So I emailed her and I said, oh my goodness, thank you so much for the phone call. I enjoyed it. Here's what I've done so far. I created my Instagram page. I did this, I did that. And I just provided links to it so she, so she could see it. People love when you actually implement the advice that you give them. So she was like, wow, like, you know, I believe I sent her the email. I don't know within maybe like 48 hours. Um, Cause I was like, this is going to work. Like she gave me some, you know, free advice. A lot of people, People are busy. So whenever someone, whenever someone shares their time with me, I'm very appreciative of that. And so she was like, wow, I can just tell that um, you're a hard worker and that you're really passionate, you know, just from this email. And she said, I'm looking to add my first um, subcontractor. Would you be interested? And so I'm like, oh, yes, of course. And so that was another client. <laughs> but to, um, to answer your question, it was, it was definitely that mentorship. And so from there, just um, using the tips that she gave me and just staying consistent um, with social media. And um, I had a lot of referrals, too. I received um, six clients within 40 days of starting my virtual assistant business. So, yeah, within that first month. Um, in a couple of days, I, re I received um, five to six clients, and yep, I was able to make my first $1,000, and I was like, wow, people are awesome. really paying me. Like, people <laughs> are really paying me to just manage their emails, research things for them online. Like, I just was, I was just mind blown, and my husband was mind blown, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really great feeling when you've made your first $1,000. You're like, wow, this is really working. Let me go try to do that again. <laughs> right? Exactly. So, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, I really enjoy um, seeing the book, actually, and seeing how much value you provide. It's how to make your first K as a VA in the next 40 days. Um, tell us a little bit about what to expect from the ebook. Yeah, so what you can expect from the ebook, I provide you with a step by step guide on how to start your virtual assistant business from scratch. 
And what I also provide you with, I provide you with um, my story, how I started, um, weekly action items. So I'm not just giving you information, but week by week, I'm providing you with action items so that you can actually implement what's taught. And so this ebook is an easy read. You can read it um, less than 40 minutes. I know that because I set a timer wow. <laughs> after I wrote it. That's awesome. So, yes. Um, it'll take around like 40 minutes for you to read, uh, but you know, there's weekly action items. So you're going to have to go back and read the action items, but it's an easy step-by-step guide um, for you to start your virtual, your virtual assistant business from scratch. Mm -hmm. And I also provide you with email templates in there. I provide mm -hmm. you with email templates so that you know exactly um, what to say whenever you send over proposals. Um, I provide you with tools that are used in my business. Um, tools that I use to wall clients and I also teach you which is I think this is very important I feel like there's a lot of information on telling us how to get clients um, how to attract your other client what you can you know today we talked about what to send in the proposal but we don't know actually how to give clients great customer service and so I even talk about that ways to um, deliver exceptional customer service um, to your clients so that they stay so that you retain that client. Um, so that's in the ebook as well. And um, yeah, it's a step-by-step -step guide helping you from the beginning to the end. And I love and that. it's teaching you, sorry, I was, gonna, I was just gonna mention it. I'm, te I'm teaching you how to do it in 40 days. That's the good part too. Like actually giving yourself a deadline so that you actually um, reach your goal and make sure that you're implementing the things that are in the book so that you actually get that $1,000 when you're done doing all the steps. Um, yeah, this is a really great book and I'm gonna check it out myself. Um, where can we get this book? Yes, so I actually provided um, a special discount for you guys, for the listeners. So um, I will be le leaving the link for you guys. You can, um, the book is over on Gumroad. I actually have that link, so I'm gonna drop it in the description box so you guys can um, have access to it. Um, on our page, on our um, website, virtualassistancebrunch.com. So they'll be able to come and listen to this episode and they'll see the link in the description. And it'll take okay. you to the ebook. Yes, I, yes, exactly. I love yes, that picture you have on the cover. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also, where can we check you out online? Yes, yeah, so you guys can follow me on Instagram. I am Thrive Virtually. Uh, my website is thrivevirtually.co. Um, I'm on Facebook um, as Khadija Spiegel as my name. Um, so yeah, but I'm, I'm on Instagram all the time. I also share free, um, free training on my Instagram as well. So definitely I would recommend following my Instagram page. And my Instagram page is thrivevirtually. I'll also have the information in the description. last question nobody's ever expecting this question so <laughs> that's the fun oh. <laughs> I'm nervous <laughs> so what is the um the spot that you love to go brunching in your city your favorite spot hmm brunching okay so I live in Warner Robins so that's like about two hours away from Atlanta Atlanta Georgia um, I don't have a favorite spot here because I live in a small town. There's not um, 
so many options that I enjoy, but I love to go brunching at, um, it's a restaurant called Soul Food Vegetarian in Atlanta. Mm. That is my favorite really? spot. Yes, Soul Food I love Vegetarian? Soul Food Vegetarian. How? How do you do that? <laughs> so I was actually vegan, um, I was actually vegan for two years. I'm not vegan anymore, but I still eat there. Although I'm not vegan, the food is amazing and um, it's, it's so good. And there's oh my god, I need to try that just for the name. <laughs> yes, it's it's awesome. I'm telling you, once you try, you're gonna say, hmm, I can actually do this. Oh my and god, yeah. And do you have like a signature drink that you like to have when you're at brunch? Um, I just really like to do. I'm a nursing mom, so oh yeah, <laughs> I oh yeah. Yes, I usually like to do like a smoothie or um, yes, yeah, I just keep it. I just keep it simple with a smoothie when I'm not nursing. Um, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say when I'm not nursing, but yeah, <laughs> I, I probably I still drink smoothies. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I, I mean, I I love smoothies. I've gotten my kids into drinking more smoothies. Um, That's awesome. They love it. Like every day, mommy, can you make me a smoothie? Thank you. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, yes. I would definitely have a smoothie when I'm brunching, when I'm out to brunch. I don't always have liquor, but um, I mean, just simple things that make you happy when you're, ha you know, you're having your meal and you're connecting with other people. Exactly. Um, it's the connections that I, that I, that I enjoy when I'm at brunch. Yes. Uh, I love the, the surroundings and the people that I'm having the meal with so really what you're having it really doesn't matter as long as you're with people that um really just pour into you so yes that's my favorite part of brunching what's your favorite part of brunching definitely the same just connecting with so many um different women or even if it's just one person honestly um just ha having those conversations that you wouldn't normally have because we're just so busy with um, daily responsibilities. Um, so yes, just connecting, getting to know others. Um, and yeah, just, just having those conversations um, so that you, you know that you're not alone and you're doing life together with someone. So that's definitely my favorite part. And the food. <laughs> I love the food. Yes, yes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed our conversation. It was very refreshing to have you on. And I'm looking forward to following you on Instagram and getting to know you. Hopefully one day we'll be in Atlanta. I really want to have a brunch. Yes, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. So yes, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you for listening to Virtual Assistance Brunch. That's it for this episode. Share your thoughts. What is your biggest takeaway? What is the part of your life or business you are most ready to change? Share one thing you're putting into action right away. Feel free to let us know how this has helped you. My guests and I would love to hear from you. Before we go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving us a review or a comment on Apple Podcasts or a voice message if you're listening on the Anchor app. Share this episode with your friends and invite a virtual assistant or boss babe to listen with you. Screenshot this episode, share it with us on social media and tag Virtual Assistance Brunch in your post so we can give you a shout out for listening and taking action. Thanks again to my guests for coming to the show. And as always, stay fabulous.